0: This is Jen, and this is the Paranormal.chat podcast. I am here with my brother Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys.
1: What's going on? How's it going?
0: And we are here for episode 29, The Dibick Box.
2: Uh, ooh, exciting. Ooh, yes.
0: And I'm just going to say, Zach Bagans has The Dybbuk Box. Oh,
1: don't, don't, it's like don't, I, don't. I I can't...
0: Get away from him.
1: I don't know what your fascination with him is.
0: I don't either, but any who's yours.
1: <laughs> he wears his pants like the 2000s. Yeah, it, it's, it's just him as a person. I'm just like...
0: <sighs> it. I don't know. It... <laughs> I don't know
1: he's okay. like barnum and bailey that's a, that's who wow, he reminds me even of. He, he's like the smash mouth of paranormal to me
2: <laughs> he's the guy fieri yeah <laughs> oh my God.
1: guy
0: fieri's really cool actually so.
1: yeah, he, yeah, he guy is. is a sweetheart I yeah know he is
2: yes it's but. just
0: his hair that makes him a a target yeah i'm sorry guy it's Vieri. not his <laughs> hair
2: it's the, not shirts. <laughs> it's the shirt
0: it's the shirt those shirts are cool.
2: I'm gonna take you to Flavor Town. <laughs> take me there,
0: anyways. <laughs> like, are you paying? <laughs>
2: this
0: one broke. <laughs> anyways, oh. oh god, we're already off track. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's get our spiel through. Um, you can find us on iTunes Podcasts, uh, or no, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and I think a couple of random places make sure to like rate and subscribe to us share us with all your friends leave us some good ratings five-star readings
1: and send so in your please. submissions please yes, yes you can send yes. in
0: your stories to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com uh you can be cool like our last episode we had a single story from a swedish listener i was so excited i literally called eric or i caught jesse <laughs> and like screenshotted and sent it directly to eric i was like oh
2: yeah, no, like this this is this is the culmination of her work like this yeah. is this is the highlight of no. her no. of doing this right yeah. here yeah, Pretty none, much. Of, none of your stories are too
1: trivial for us no i oh, want to yeah. hear it all yeah,
0: Tell me, absolutely that that's why uh, the, the tagline is tell me your stories because yeah. i will listen to anything yeah, please, Give us
1: the d. the d yeah oh my god <laughs> tells. tells
0: details oh god <laughs> anyways um <laughs> oh
2: and also a uh, technical update well uh, if y'all are hearing uh ads we technically didn't put them in there they just kind of popped up so if they're taking uh away from like the ambiance of the story i will look into it because uh when i heard it the first time it was like right in the middle of oh. when my sister was giving a detail. Oh my God. And I was like, wow, that just kind of took away from it. It was so, jarring. Yeah, it, oh. it kind of just took uh, took me out of it uh, because I do. I listen to our episodes and stuff.
0: Got to make so. sure that there's no. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, EVPs.
2: technically, technically, I'm the producer. So yeah. Got to make sure it sounds good. Yeah, I want to make sure because uh, this is all still learning. We, we are still a garage band we're still true. doing it on our own
0: yeah eric does all the technical stuff i literally just slap the intro and outro song in GarageBand, <laughs> and it.
1: i just i just have a beer and ask questions
0: yeah so uh okay so oh eric has a creepy update please
2: yes us. so this is kind of upsetting and uh shocking uh, all at the same time upsetting because i did so much research and got so many notes And upsetting because uh, pretty much I lost it all. But if I learned anything from this research, it was that other people who had even the slightest encounter with the big box, they had something happen to them. And by no means am I going to say that that was a direct correlation to what happened to my laptop. But it was a coincidence. But it was a coincidence because, like I said, I, I mean, people or they say that just by looking at pictures even of the Divic mm-hmm. box, you can be affected by it. And mind you, I was looking at pictures. I was, you know, <laughs> I was just...
0: Committing it to memory. <laughs> yes,
2: I, I mean, I was doing my, my homework. And come this morning when I'm proofreading all my notes and stuff, file was completely gone. Oh, wow. Don't know where it went. I I even tried looking at my, my uh, file history to see... If like someone controlled Z did, I looked at my command prompt to see if if what you know, and it just—it's almost as if it never existed. That sucks. Don't know where it went. So
0: that's upsetting. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
2: So I don't know if uh, the Dybbuk box has anything to do with it. The curse. The what curse? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> misinformation. Yeah, just rambling. <laughs>
0: I'm not drinking, by the way, tonight,
2: so <laughs> she didn't have enough ice. She didn't have the mammoth iceberg yeah. that sunk the Titanic to make her one
0: yeah. margarita. So I'm just drinking ice water. I had some ice. It's definitely not enough because look at that. <laughs> There's like five in there.
2: That wouldn't have made a proper margarita. No, it
0: wouldn't have. So also oh, fun fact. I only drink frozen margaritas. So (laughs) any
2: Send frozen margaritas. (laughs) That's a joke. Like on the rocks.
1: You don't do on the rocks.
0: Nope. Because that just means I'll just drink it too fast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a deterrent. Got it.
0: Yeah, it really is. (laughs) All right. Okay, so anything else before we get into the story? Uh,
2: No, not for me.
0: Okay, so... All right, this is the Dybbuk box. So... Dybbuk, it's a malicious spirit that is believed to be dislocated soul of a dead person in Jewish mythology. A dybbuk adheres to or clings to a host body. Once the dybbuk has accomplished its goal, it will leave the host. Sometimes it has to be exercised. Right. Okay, so before I continue, my co-worker is Jewish and she said she's never heard of a dybbuk.
2: Well, so I'm sure you have it in your notes, but if I'm not mistaken, I mean Dibbics have existed within the Jewish culture yeah. for a very, very long time. Yeah. Yes,
1: I actually did. Uh, I did some extensive research on this part, <laughs> right there, yeah, which it, was actually pretty cool. Yeah,
0: and yeah, and yeah. that's actually like my my next paragraph is okay. So early mentions of the dibbik box can, or well, not the dibbik box, but the dibbik can be traced back to 16th century writings. The example given was a person made a mezuzah and a mezuzah is a piece of parchment called a, I think it's cloth contained in a decorative case and inscribed with specific Hebrew verses from the Torah. So somebody made one of these and what was written in it was they were doubting Moses's crossing of the Red Sea. Because of that, it opened up their household to a Dibbic possession. I know. I was just like, well, shit, you can't even talk shit about anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's pretty intense because I was actually listening to the rabbi go on about it.
0: Uh, yeah, Jesse actually was like watching YouTube videos with. Wow. Yeah.
2: Hey, all right.
1: I, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> 10 seconds into
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> was,
2: was this like a Bob Ross, like. Or he had situation. a very soothing voice. That's what I mean. Yeah.
0: I was just like, oh, oh, we're in trouble. Dad <laughs> and I
1: learned a lot about the you know, Jewish faith, like a little bit more about it. And I was like, wow, I did not know this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. So our story begins in September of 2001 with the introduction of Kevin Manis. Kevin was from Portland, Oregon and was a writer and owned a furniture refinishing business. Kevin attended an estate sale that had the belongings of a 103-year-old woman named Havala that had recently passed away. At this estate sale, Kevin purchased, among other things, a wine cabinet that we will come to know as the Dybbuk Box. While at the estate sale, one of Havala's granddaughters explained to Kevin that her grandmother had been born and raised in Poland and had started a family there until World War II when she and her family were sent to a Nazi concentration camp.
1: That right there is just wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really sad. Uh, Sadly, she was the only person of her family that survived. She lost her parents, brothers, a sister, husband, two sons, and a daughter. Meaning, she lost at least nine people in horrific circumstances. And I say at least nine because we don't know how many brothers she actually
2: had. Yeah, or friends that she had but there yeah i, I want you uh, because this is one uh suspended theory out there mm-hmm. hold on to that number okay right because later on i'm sure we're going to get to how many other debik boxes are possibly out there okay yeah and it's all going to correlate to that number
0: okay okay she survived the camp by escaping with other prisoners and eventually ended up in spain where she would live for the remainder of the war during her stay in Spain is when Havila, co- yeah, acquired a wine cabinet, a steamer trunk, and a sewing box. So fast forward back to two thousand one. Kevin has just purchased the wine cabinet and is approached by a granddaughter. And I think this must be a different granddaughter than the one that told the history of of Havila. Okay. So because this this whole interaction is just seems a. Much yeah, like different.
1: yeah, like one's very informed about the yeah. family ties and yeah, the other one's just yeah, like, yeah. it's just the wine box. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was just told.
0: Yeah. So this granddaughter, she approaches him and she states something along the lines. I see you bought the Dybbuk box, which was the wine cabinet. And Kevin asked her to explain what a Dybbuk box was. The granddaughter told him that while growing up, her grandmother always kept the cabinet in her sewing room. The doors of the cabinet always shut. When the grandma oh, when the granddaughter asked her grandmother what was inside, the grandma would spit three times through her fingers and would say (laughs) a dibuck and kesselum. She also mentioned that her grandmother requested that the box be buried with her, but due to Orthodox Jewish burial, her wishes were not honored.
1: Yeah, that that plays a big role also on like the explanation of a Dybbock going into it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, When offered to open the box with her or to let her keep what was inside because he thought it was a sentimental keepsake, she uh, responded with, no, you bought it. Kevin said he was just trying to be nice. And after that, she became upset and began to cry and was raising her voice and telling him, we don't want it. After that, she walked off. He took that as his. Her being overwhelmed with grief and stress so he just took his purchases and left
2: yeah I, I think i think what i read was she even like blatantly said like no you made the deal and you have to take it yeah. i think that she was that just is like,
1: like don't open that yes yeah. not here
2: yeah i think she was like she, i think that was almost verbatim where she was saying like no you purchased it you take it so I don't know. Uh, just watching the movies that we have, mm-hmm. that is a red flag number one. Yeah, you would think, but <laughs> Kevin
0: doesn't. Kevin kind of seems oblivious to anything paranormal. Well, I mean,
1: come on. Like, uh, realistically speaking, if I went to an estate sale and I bought something, I'm pretty sure it was very reasonable for him. Mm-hmm. Then you hear it was the grandma. She gives you the whole history on it. Uh, but then it's a dybbuk. You know, if you don't know what it is, you're just like that is oh, and she yeah, doesn't explain yeah. it mm-hmm. you're just like whatever you know i'm sure you're like i wonder what that is but
2: you're I'm like just, well you know what whatever's in
1: there you can keep, you know if it's valuable you can have it and what if it's pictures you know stuff i'm like because i'm pretty sure she went into the it's a concentrate so she's think he's thinking maybe there's some kind of like memorabilia from the holocaust in there for that she'd like to keep right and, right you know and uh, it sounds reasonable to me dealing with something of yeah, that gravity yeah, yeah, yeah. you know gravity so, yeah.
2: I mean, the gravitas.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't seem that far-fetched. Maybe if it was, like, in California and, like, it was, like, a <laughs> like a non-weird box like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty,
0: so Kevin took the wine cabinet to his furniture refinishing shop with the intention of cleaning it up and refinishing the box as a gift to his own mother. He left the box in the basement workshop, opened up the business for his sales associate,
2: and left to go run errands. What a son. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That he, saw,
0: just... he saw this haunted ass box. Here you go. <laughs> he doesn't know it's haunted. Okay, so half an hour later, his sales associate called him screaming hysterically that someone was in his basement workshop breaking glass and swearing, and that whoever it was locked the iron security gates, and that the emergency exit, and also the emergency exit, making it impossible for her to get out. And That is just fucking horrifying. Like, the thought of it, like, literally kind of wants to send me into a panic. As Kevin was instructing her to call the police, his phone died. He raced back to his shop, claiming that he reached uh, up to 100 miles per hour in his vehicle at some points. Upon arrival, the gate was locked, and he found his sales associate on the floor in a corner of his office, sobbing hysterically. Kevin then ran downstairs to the basement and was met with a permeating odor of cat urine. He claims that animals were never kept or found in his shop.
2: Yeah, and and I, I, I think it would be more accurate to say that, if I remember correctly from his description, he says it was a wall. Yeah. A wall of this scent. Mm-hmm. And it hit him to yeah. where, like, it was just—it was. Is he just walking into that? <laughs> like a slap
0: of cat urine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know what cat urine smells like, oh, but I imagine oh,
1: it's terrible. I know what cat urine smells like, oh, and it's God. not a pleasant. It's—it's it's almost t- tangy. To your I wouldn't say tangy. Perfect. It's more like you have to do like a double breath. And mm. then it, that's just painful because you did a double breath. <laughs>
2: of cat. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's bad.
1: The ammonia on it is pretty terrible. That's why yeah. they do the fresh step stuff oh. for him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I don't want to know what that smells like. I, so I just I'll try t- to
2: shove potpourri up the cat's ass. <laughs> 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 I'll
0: take y'all's word for it. <laughs> okay, so he found none of the lights working downstairs only because all of the bulbs in the basement were broken. Nine incandescent bulbs had been broken in their sockets. Ten four-foot fluorescent tubes lay on the floor, shattered. Kevin could confirm that there was no intruder that he could see, and if there was, they would have met him on the way up to the, st- up the steps as there's only one exit to the basement.
1: And I believe they didn't take anything, right? No. What would have been the point to that?
0: Yeah, they're just breaking shit. So, understandably, the sales associate never returned to work and refused to discuss the incident further to this day. She had worked there for two years, so man,
2: yeah. I mean that that just adds to the the whole story. Is just like, man, this is a person that dedicated two years to yeah. this establishment and just to get up and leave. Like, it, it adds more to the uh, yeah.
1: credibility of the of that. The, and like, eighth, don't don't, talk, don't don't talk to me about yeah. it. I'm trying to forget it.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Which goes back into one of the details. I'm pretty sure you're gonna go into which did she see it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. did she have? interaction towards because she would be the like the literally the first person to actually encounter
0: yeah i don't think you know and that's funny
2: i don't know if this
1: would well, be a plot hole or well because what? she didn't want to talk about it so yeah. how would you know if she saw it
2: well that would be my next question is is i mean yes you have this residual negative energy that permeates from the box mm-hmm. right and just affects people in general but
1: did she open it Oh not well not, I o- didn't even well, think not about only that, that, like just imagine it's there. He already was you know, finagling with it, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do we know if he opened it before he brought it into the oh, yeah. into the shop? I don't
0: know.
2: I mean now that, that I mean that just in general would be the question that I guess I would be asking now is was it opened at any point in or outside of the shop before it got there? Yeah,
1: before it got there. Because I'm, I mean for I just wanna say when you're doing your purchase, uh, I'm taking it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to open it and look around it and oh, then just yeah, kind of yeah, just, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, there's nothing weird in there. Yeah, then, especially
0: yeah. since he's a furniture refinisher. Yeah, that I'm,
1: yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he had I want he to say he, he opened it. Huh. Nothing weird happened. And then he just left it there. And yeah.
2: Huh. Uh, because, you know, and, and that's, that's one of the things that I think is different about this story compared to the other ones that we're probably going to come up into, is that this literally had some type of poltergeist activity happen outside of the box right mm-hmm. like the glass breaking the 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 bulbs being broken uh you're going to learn that later on it's not necessarily these poltergeist events that affect people it's more like a bad luck
0: yeah that's what it definitely seems more like a, a bad luck streak than anything yeah 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 okay so kevin not making the connection with the wine box and the incident he still decided to refurbish it the box for his mother when cleaning it, he found a small mechanism that would open up to smaller compartments. When open, the following items were inside a 1928 U.S. wheat penny, a 1925 U.S. wheat penny, one small lock of blonde hair bound with string, one small lock of black brown hair bound with string, one small granite statue engraved with Hebrew letters that read Shalom, one dried rosebud. One gold wine cup and a black cast iron candlestick holder with octopus legs.
2: <laughs> so that's that. I'm sorry, that makes me laugh. Like, yeah. there's always been tentacle porn. Oh <laughs> god.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: I'm mocking the debit box, though. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's a very <laughs> weird detail for a candle holder.
0: Sounds cool though. So, who's upon further inspection of the cabinet. Kevin decided not to refinish the cabinet and just rubbed it down with some lemon oil and called it a day. Oh, Kevin. His mother notified Kevin she would be out of town on her actual birthday, so she would not receive the gift until October
1: 31st. Well, don't, don't you find it a little bit odd that maybe something made him not start Oh, refinishing it?
0: You know what? I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, that's a
1: this good, is a furniture dude. I mean, yeah. it's so out of character for him to actually look at it and be like, you know what? I'm not even gonna stain it. I'm just gonna hit it with a little polish. Yeah. Yeah. It's no shit. Sure, great as is. is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or he was just tired and I'm like, all right, in the behavior.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Even even though it's a gift for your mom, so you know, it's true. God, it, those
2: people who have existed for that long. They'll pick
1: up garbage on the side of the road <laughs> and just try to fucking yeah fix that's it. A, that's what, that's I'm what saying. this dude like, is. I, he, 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 I think you would have wanted to add at least a little like stain to it because seeing pictures of it. It's not that impressive, you know, unless he's going to tell her the story behind it.
0: That would just scare me.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, who who buys, you know, I, I don't know, I guess. We're, we're drinkers, so I would assume it would be the same as, like, if time passed by and they're like, we got you this uh, 2020 <laughs> margarita maker. <laughs> it was once haunted at this uh, place in San Antonio.
0: <laughs> Some drunk bitch. <laughs> Oh, God.
1: The haunted blender. (laughs) There's not enough ice to fill (laughs) it.
0: My stupid-ass (laughs) NutriBullet. I make all of my margaritas in a NutriBullet, by the way.
2: (laughs) The irony. Yeah, the The irony. irony.
0: Um, Okay, so Kevin's mother went to his shop with the intention of receiving her gift and then going out for lunch. When she received the gift, she appeared to like it as she examined it. Kevin stepped away for less than five minutes when one of his employees came to seek him out to let him know that something was wrong with his mother. When he went back to where she was, he found her sitting in a chair beside the cabinet, unable to move or respond with tears streaming down her face. She had suffered a stroke and could not speak and suffered partial paralysis. She was taken to a hospital by ambulance. um, And I just want to say there are actual, like, interviews with her you can find on youtube oh yeah absolutely explaining what happened i I
1: just find it that like women always get it the worst i noticed with their interactions (laughs) with the box
2: are are you trying oh with the box yeah you're trying to add to my sister's spookiness here (laughs) in the house
1: no no like i'm just saying like uh, from what i've read the victims of the box i mean like they just seem to have Right, right 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 harder encounters than The males. The males are just like, oh, it was kind of (laughs) scary. Oh, receding (laughs) hairline.
0: So Kevin visited his mother in the hospital the next day. Still unable to speak, Kevin was able to help her communicate by pointing to single letters on the alphabet to form words. Stupid autocorrect quit works. (laughs) Her her first words she spelled were N-O-G-I-F-T. No gift.
2: No gift.
0: Kevin misunderstanding assured her that he gave her a gift visibly upset his mother spelled out the words hate gift kevin not connecting that his mother blamed the gift on her misfortune laughed and said he promised to get her anything she wanted if she got well soon
1: that's what i'm saying like did she see it too
0: i don't know Ooh, that's so
2: strange
1: because he reports that all the people say they saw it either in a dream but did they actually see it in awakening because this guy opened it and he was in the vicinity of it but he still hasn't gotten hit with it it's just these females that are just yeah, yeah getting yeah, it yeah. hard you know mm-hmm. as soon yeah. as they're alone with the box mm, that,
0: uh, yeah and you know
2: shivers. yeah you're, you're right i mean considering the severity of these in comparison to later events yeah these two are events the, are, are like the, the, the worst. biggest yeah. yeah the
1: biggest i ones. think it's uh, probably some kind of uh like mm, revenge motive maybe from the grandmother she was the Female that held it for so long. Right, and right. And she right. did show disdain towards it, you know?
2: Mm hmm.
0: Well, uh, that, I didn't think about that. That's kind of creepy and just terrible. So, because I mean, you yeah. got to
1: imagine this grandmother's got it and she has the burden of like making sure nobody opens it. Mm-hmm. So she's probably got to like talking to it at some point. Like it's a, yeah, you know, like yeah. it's a, an actual person next to them, like a, a burden to yeah. say. And, you know, and
2: that's aside from the fact that, again, you're going to learn that there is some type of negative energy that that radiates from it. So, I mean, could you imagine being this little old lady who's held on to it for so long and not only having the burden of having to protect people from it, but then also yeah. having all that negative
1: energy? Of course. It? And uh, especially so, hearing the explanation of like how the Dibby comes to be like mm-hmm. in the Jewish faith, like it just right. it's so weird that it would hang on and transfer especially hearing that explanation from the rabbi i was just like that's very odd huh but then again i think about the what the hair that they had in there mm-hmm. that actually breaks a few of the the actual I, I wouldn't say i guess religious practices of what i would say judaism would have if it if i'm kind of piecing together why it would stay cursed mm-hmm. huh. Okay.
0: Well, that and I wonder whose hair it was. Like well,
1: I, I would assume it's whoever one was of possessed.
0: Her oh, I was thinking more like her family.
1: like. Right. And I was thinking her husband. Well, um,
0: well, there's two different color hair in I there. mean,
1: if we go into technicality, the, again, going back to what I learned from what a Dybbuk is, um, in the Jewish faith, when you die, you're not to be cremated and they don't try to hurry your uh, process of decomposing they believe that the decomposing is the process of your spirit slowly leaving Hmm. and you're bouncing around in the world while your body decomposes once it you stay in this limbo being tested by a bunch of stuff until your body fully decomposes then you're free to go oh wow so when okay when that's why it's so they're so against cremation because they think you're hurting the body. They think it's a painful process. You're right. you're rushing a natural state. And in these states, like uh the rabbi goes to explain that you you're in a dream state, you're not in control of it. So you are basically left to the elements of the spiritual world. And depending on how strong your fate was, is your trials you'll get to until you fully decompose. Mm. Which at some point a dybbuk can find you. And attached to you while you're still physically in the ground. Right. And it'll right. try to get into that body to finish the task that it feels like it needs to accomplish. Right, right. So, imagine if you do exercise this person that was possessed by the Dybbuk. But you cut a hair lock of it to keep it trapped in there. Mm. Essentially, keeping it trapped in there without it being able to leave to possess somebody else. I I mean, right, you really right. get...
2: Yeah, no, I get you. I get you, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: interesting.
1: So i I would wonder if the hair's still in there. Yeah. I'm I'm sure Zach kept it in there. Yeah.
0: Oh. God. <laughs> Alright, let's continue. Next, Kevin began playing hot potato with the wine box with his family. Fucking Kevin. Um <laughs> fucking Kevin. You keep it. Yeah, basically. So first he gave it to his sister who only kept it for a week. She complained that she could not keep the doors closed on it uh kevin found that odd since there were no springs in the door mechanism but took it back anyways
1: again what i'm saying look at him he's acting super shocked by it and it's just like this thing's a fucking weird box he's like (laughs) i don't see what you're seeing
0: exactly that's what i'm saying like he seems oblivious to anything paranormal
2: well i have my thoughts and i'll i'll hold them till the end
0: oh okay so he then gave it to his brother who gave it back to him three days later his brother claimed the box emitted a smell of jasmine flowers, but that his wife insisted that it was an odor of cat
2: urine that see, she
1: smelled. See the difference that I'm mm-hmm. kind oh, of seeing? Oh, yeah. Holy shit, that is
2: one that I didn't notice. Males are smelling jasmine and the females are... Or Interesting. Is it the other way
1: around? No, the males are smelling jasmine and the females, females are, are smelling...
2: Are urine, yeah. Holy shit. That's strange.
0: <clears throat> okay. Again, he gifted the box, this time to his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who then returned it two days li- later and asked him to sell it?
1: This is mail of the year. Again, <laughs> his brother took three days. This lady took two days. She's so like,
2: yeah, die. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so that day, same day, he sold it to a middle aged couple. Three days later, while opening the shop, he found the box sitting at the front door with a note that read, This has a bad darkness. He says he had no idea what that meant, so he finally brought it home to his own house. It's like the it's like 80s horror, like everything is so obvious and it's practically <laughs> screaming in his face and yeah. he's well, just like huh?
1: it when you look at it, it doesn't look ominous at all. It's a fucking box. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. any weird yeah. inscribings. It it literally looks like a box. Yeah, if you yeah. if people were like, this box is haunted, I was like, uh no it's not. It's a box. <laughs> It's a box, yeah. Like, it smells a little bit like cat pee, but, you know, it doesn't. Nothing nothing a little lemon uh, polish won't fix.
0: (laughs) All right. So, while the wine box is in his house, he begins to have reoccurring nightmares. In his dream, he would be walking with someone that he was comfortable and familiar with and would look into their eyes. He'd see something evil looking back at him and would see the person change into a demonic looking hag that he claimed would soon beat the tar out of him. So That's a
1: quote. Yeah, beat the tar
0: cuz I would never say beat the tar, I'd say beat the shit. But who's so Good old Kevin. <laughs>
1: Good old Kevin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he claimed to wake up numerous times to find bruises and marks all over himself. But for some reason, Kevin still did not connect the wine box to the nightmares.
1: Well, I mean, again, he's just having nightmares of a hag beating him. She's not going, the wine box. <laughs> or yeah, but Still, yeah. like,
0: if if these are new nightmares, like, the first thing I would think of, like, what did I just introduce to my life that well, is... Yeah, this is you
1: true. You know, he's, he's got... He, he deals with this. He's got thousands of pieces in there. I know. This yeah. is the first time yeah. that he's experiencing a piece that's actually have some attachment to it.
2: Well, but, I mean, even at that, I mean, like, Jesse was speaking about it earlier. I mean, in terms of what who's experienced what i mean he hasn't really experienced anything too extreme compared to other people that's you true. know and
1: these are just dreams and yeah. he had a smell his shop kind of got broken into yeah yeah the lady didn't give him any details mm. um, so you know he's i can not believe he's just like i buy weird shit all the time and there's no yeah, ghost yeah. to it this is a small wine box that for some strange reason nobody can handle it and he just Chocks it up to... It smells like cat pee pee. Yeah, he chalks <laughs> it up to, to nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometime later, Kevin had his sister, his brother, and his sister-in-law all come over, and they spent the night at his house. In the morning, his sister complained of a dream she had that matched the details in his reoccurring nightmare.
1: See, this is where I I would think that he would piece it together. Because he's finally getting everybody all yeah. around him to be like, yeah. hey. right. Or,
0: well, this is, like, his epiphany moment. Yeah, So his brother and sister-in-law also admitted to having the same terrible nightmare. They all said that they would have these dreams while in possession of the wine cabinet. After that, Kevin and visitors began seeing shadows in their peripheral vision. Kevin at one point put the box in an outside storage unit, only to be awakened in the middle of the night when the smoke alarm in the unit went off. Upon entering the storage unit, Kevin did not see smoke or fire, but was overwhelmed once again with the smell of cat urine. When he went back inside, the smell was in his house too now. He went back and got the cabinet and brought it inside to research it on the internet. Whilst doing so, he fell asleep only to have the same reoccurring nightmare. He woke up around 4.30 a.m. to the feeling of someone breathing down his neck, and to find that the house now smelled of jasmine flowers— and to see a huge shadow figure go loping down the hallway away from him. Ooh. That is like the moment I just feel like I need to move.
1: And But <laughs> I I want to say that that is something so distinct. Because everybody, I don't know if you know what jasmine so I was like.
0: I love the smell of jasmine.
1: And they're not saying jasmine spray, jasmine deodorant, jasmine, jasmine, jasmine air freshener. He's yeah. <laughs> saying I smell jasmine. And if you don't have jasmine anywhere within your vicinity, and it reeks of it, you know you're just like, yeah, yeah. And then you see, a... well,
2: that that's the other thing too is that I think the the small similarity, like I think it's a fine line, the way I hear it described. Right, I'm not gonna say that I've smelled. I mean, I've smelled jasmine, but not directly from the source, right? now oh, okay. I've smelled like a imitation of it, right? Oh, like i have
1: smelled jasmine trees. It's a very right.
2: They smell but amazing. <laughs> I, well, so I've heard the comparison that jasmine in its pungency is there's a fine line that it smells like jasmine and then it does smell like ammonia like cat urine i hope not
0: because i Uh, wear stuff with jasmine (laughs) oh no no no
1: no. no, there's if if, again some products that Uh have it that's why it's so dangerous to smell because it it reels you in like Mm -hmm, it it, mm -hmm. and yeah i i can admit to that because even like the the jasmine extract Mm -hmm. if you Put your nose to it right away it burns like it okay. burns your nostrils okay. you know huh so it, it could be i guess a point where it just goes so pungent uh-huh you know kind of like a darkness to it
2: yeah
0: yeah i was about to say spooky <laughs> okay <laughs> all of this was described in an ebay listing online the following is a verbate is verbatim so you can hear the desperation in his listing I would destroy this thing in a second, except I really don't have any understanding of what I may or may not be dealing with. I am afraid, and I do mean afraid, that if I destroy the cabinet, whatever it is that seems to have come with the cabinet may just stay here with me. I've been told that there are people who shop on eBay that understand these kinds of things and specifically look for these kinds of items. If you're one of these people, please, please buy this cabinet and do whatever you do with a thing like this help me you can see that i have no reserve price or minimum bid if i can make things any easier let me know and i will do everything within my abilities and so that's all i quoted directly from him
2: right because i mean he he kind of goes off on a tangent where like it becomes irrelevant to what yeah uh is going on with the box but I mean, you're right that that is the relevant pieces to his eBay bid Mm -hmm. because, yeah, it's like, whole
1: yeah, it's fucking big.
0: Yeah. 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 Then he goes in about shipping and (laughs) whatnot.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which good for him because that's a very thorough explanation.
2: So this this goes into what I believe in. And I want to say that this does not represent the beliefs of my brother or my sister and my brother in law.
1: This is shoot. just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear
2: it. Well, no. I'm going to save it for the end. Oh, okay. But right. remember, this is like almost pre-internet, pre-internet. Uh-huh. This is when eBay was just starting. In its Baby. infancy. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, this. Is, I wouldn't even say this is its infancy. This is literally like its inception. This is like the first time that eBay is really starting to uh, be used and stuff. Because, I mean, it, it I, they, they made a rule. After this, because of this one
1: event. Well, uh, again, you've got to think of it in the scope of it. Again, you just hit that nail on the head. Uh-huh. Infancy of eBay. Imagine how many people he tried to push this to right, in his right. shop just to get it returned <laughs> without yeah. even asking for the money back. They're just like, here, keep the fucking wine glass. We don't fucking want it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure these people are fucking scarred forever. They don't even want to talk about it. The. I don't know. Yeah, they've
0: never come forward, actually, that I've seen.
1: Right, right. Well, I I feel you've got some hesitation on that. Yes, I do. So, because I mean, can we get some research on this uh, shop uh, helper?
0: Oh, the shop helper. I don't know anything about her, but I think the shop part of the bad luck with him was that uh, his lease was terminated unexpectedly, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. uh, with no with no reason given.
1: Well, I mean, if there's a spooky ass thing happening in your shop i'm pretty sure it transcends to the other shops around you mm. yeah yeah i really <laughs> i just unless I, you I, just I, didn't pay it in <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: so uh, god i, I want to save it till the end okay but i'm really tempted just to just jump out and say it right now no no but wait yeah i want to i want to wait so I'll I'll, I'll I'll wait till the end i'll, yes, wait the end. Wait I'll hold on end. okay
0: all right, so the person that did end up buying the Dybbuk box was a college student named Iosef Nitsky, who was attending Truman State University. Iosef purchased the box for $140. That seems like a lot for somebody that seems to be, <laughs> like, begging you to take something away.
1: Right, Well, absolutely. again, he's begging you to take it away, but this is an antique, technically. Yeah, right? yeah. It's an antique. Okay, and, I, I can see where you're coming from with and, this. I can see where you're coming from.
0: I just feel like you... you, you
1: no, uh, people are less hesitant to take something for free than to pay for something. That's just the truth. Mm. I think it would be more suspicious if they were like, here, just take it off my hands.
0: And then run away and yell, no take backs.
1: Yes. <laughs> Aside towards were like, you know, pay for the shipping and then pay for yeah. what you would think it's worth. Because there's people going like, "Ah, oh, this dude's just, there's skeptics out there. that are like, oh yeah, it's haunted. I'm pretty sure. And they were like, "Well, I'm only gonna give you a hundred bucks for it, buddy, because I know what it's worth. Like, you know, it's a it's a wine box. It's something century. It's made out of whatever wood. I'm only giving you a hundred something, and yeah. that's my final offer." And <laughs> they think that they got a steal. And the dude's like, "Yeah, for sure, a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> take it." <laughs> and you know, I think people like that are more the skeptics get pushed by it more because they're like, "I'll buy it and I'll either resell it or I'll keep it and I'll show this dude he's full of shit." Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so soon Yosef began, or I don't know if it's E-Yosef, um, it's I-O-S-I-F, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm pronouncing it e
2: Well, I think his alias is also like Sammy or Sam, right? Something oh, like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think he's known also by another name. Oh,
0: okay. So soon Yosef began to experience strange things. Now saying that the box alternated between emitting smells of juniper bushes or cat urine and that he started having strange visions. Yosef lived with roommates. During the time they possessed the box, they all began to experience health issues. Most notably, Yosef's hair began falling out. <laughs> he had a clean bill of health oh, no. and had clean blood work returned. Well, so, and then, and
1: the, the juniper is very uh, Judaic, biblical, just the fact that he mentioned it. Like yeah. juniper. I, don't,
0: I wouldn't even be able to identify juniper. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, what, I, I'm, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I like
1: it, It's such a... He had to have, I mean, he's probably, he's he's not from the U.S., right?
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't
1: look into oh, it. well,
2: No, I, a, I think he was, he was. Oh,
1: with yeah. a name like that, I assume, you
2: know, he's. Well, but I, I think, I think all of this does take place here in the States. Yes, yeah. it does. So I, uh, he may be a foreign student, but I mean, it's here in the
1: States. Yeah, because I mean, again, the juniper, especially if he's buying a piece like a, like that, like a wine box, I'm sure he's got some kind of. Background in it as well.
0: That and like, did he notify his fucking roommates? Like, hey, I'm bringing this haunted ass box
1: well again, our apartment. If you're, again, if you're a, <laughs> if you're a skeptic and you like antiques and you see it, yeah. and you're like haunted wine yeah, box, yeah. what or what well, do you? It's like if I'm on the internet and I see a haunted 80 inch LCD TV <laughs> for a hundred bucks, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what? I'll take it. I'll like, take does you. it work? I'll take- <laughs> <laughs> What's scary about it? <laughs> and they're like, oh, you smell flowers and then piss. And then when you're dreaming, somebody beats you up. I'm like, that happens to me without <laughs> me ha- owning the TV. That happens with a few lone stars. Yeah, <laughs> like so you. sometimes my kid pees on stuff. Sometimes <laughs> it not. smells like fabuloso in the house. And yeah, I have a dream. Oh, Someone's beating me constantly. So give me the TV. I'll take it for a hundo. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just trying to throw that perspective on there.
0: So, anywho, Yosef, not knowing what to do, then put the box up for sale on eBay, too. So, wait,
1: wait, wait. Just throw it out there. Uh, Sal, our lovely child, did pee on Jen.
2: He did it on purpose. Purposely, out of spite. Holy shit.
0: When I was taking wow. him a bath, he literally, like, He aimed, aimed it. He yes. aimed.
1: And <laughs> wiggled.
0: Yeah. It pissed me off so bad. <laughs> did you flick it? what no i literally turned his body into like
1: face into the just. i I was mad at him but i was so like he's using it as a weapon now he is learning (laughs) when you turned him you didn't realize like the
2: strength of the stream until it was ricocheting off the wall it's just
0: like i saw the determination in his little eyes and I knew what was coming, but I didn't think he would do it, and he still did it. It was
2: like an anime. They, they cut to the shit
0: Yeah, exactly. Across his eyes. Anyways, I'm sorry. We're getting off topic. <laughs> I'm upset still.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. That happens... I see a TV for a hundred bucks that you say that happens. I'm buying it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's the least crazy thing that's you have yeah, this. I'm house. sorry. I,
0: or, well, You know, what's funny though. It's like, whenever we go to like Goodwill or something, the first thing I'm like, look at this haunted ass shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's an air fryer. Calm down. It like,
0: especially the jewelry. I'm
2: just like, Look at this haunted jewelry! Wow, that—that <laughs> that is your initial thought, huh? Yeah,
0: literally anything secondhand. I'm like, you fuck know
2: yeah, it's haunted. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna make my stand right here. This is my my dying on a hill. Fuck Goodwill and their pricing. Oh, their pricing my is wife, ridiculous. My wife gets mad at me because I changed the prices. <laughs> it's
1: it's gotten pretty out of control. It has.
2: It really, honestly, I has. just want to say, it's. Um, gotten- I'm sorry, audience, for doing this, but yeah, this is Goodwill is not the good intentioned uh, place that it used to be. I mean and this just recently happened because it was like two years ago that we would get name brand shit for like a dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And that same name brand shit they're selling for like ten ninety nine. Yeah, they've
0: started it's to just pull ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, they or they actually opened a, a boutique.
1: Yeah. A boutique. What?
2: Yeah. Oh, that is so upsetting. That and this is why I don't feel bad about switching prices on
1: that. <laughs> which they, they should, I really do. Yeah, don't. which they take stuff that like would be it's designer donated. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they mark it up like, yeah mm-hmm. it's so
2: ridiculous yeah i, I i'm sorry i'm no, sorry guys it's okay oh god it just it upsets me so much but then my wife is just like why do you do that why? but then she brings me shit to change price life. Like, change it for me <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: that's <laughs> this one does it too don't worry they've, no i don't they've I got have, more, they've got moral compasses but then like, i, okay, 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 I have
0: it. i have insane guilt like one time or you know what it doesn't matter because we're getting i don't want to confess to my
2: crime <laughs> I need an exit
0: quick. <laughs> Anyways, so so back to the story. Yosef, not knowing what to do, then put the box up for sale on eBay also. So the buyer of the Dybbuk box also lived in the same town as Yosef. How convenient. Kirksville, Missouri. His name was Jason Haxton. Jason, or not I shouldn't say was because he's still alive. Jason is a museum cur- curator at Truman State University and purchased the box for two hundred and eighty. so Yosef got double of what he paid.
1: Which makes sense to me, because this box looks antiqueish, Yeah. And especially if right. you say haunted, but then you start throwing the lady owned it, you know, during the Holocaust. They're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. So, it's to these guys.
0: So Jason also began to experience strange sights and smells, and also claimed to have fits where he'd cough up blood. Uh, he would choke on water and endured full-body welts. With Jason's professional background, he was able to have the box examined by professionals for their opinions.
1: Yeah, I think he said he thought it was like laced with arsenic or something, yeah. right? Ar- arsenic and,
2: uh, oh my god, there was one more poison, mercury.
1: Mercury. Jesus.
2: I mean, that was the... That was the uh, that was like the sealant of the yeah, day back yeah, yeah, yeah. then. So, I, I mean, I, I get his thought process yeah, yeah, behind Because yeah. so.
1: he's, he's a learned guy and he's like, this is what they would use at that time. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't want to make sure I'm not poisoning myself.
2: Well, I mean, it wasn't until the circumstances rose that he was like, okay, I might be poisoning myself. Yeah. I need to check. Because of this
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, yeah. It's like, like buying like a said, house he, and you start yeah. getting asbestos, you know, in your lungs. You're just Man. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Lead paint.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, um one of the professionals was a person named Rebecca, or I, I don't know if I should, if I'm allowed to say their last names. And, or, well, you know what, it's out there. Rebecca Edery, who speculated that the box was built and used for comfort for families uh, of deceased. Bill Ellis said that the locks of hair and coins could have been tokens to commemorate the deceased, so, Haxton actually published a book titled The Dybbuk Box in 2016, which oh. I plan on buying. I just... <laughs> I, I did... I, for some reason, I thought it would be on Kindle, and it wasn't. You c- you only can buy physical copies of this book.
2: Yeah, it's probably because
1: it the, 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 the profits only Oh, yeah. uh, yeah.
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, so...
1: We've been jiff like that before. I'm not saying it's a, it's not gonna be a good book. i Oh saying, yeah, saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least
2: from what mm-hmm. I've heard, like from uh, the research that I was doing, I mean, this is that that is like the 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 tip of the of the research for the Dibbit Boxes is yeah. his book. So so
0: this leads us to 2018, where Zach baggins <laughs> is now the new owner <sighs> of to the to... Dibbit Box. And I I
1: hope to get to a prominent state where he's all like goddamn jesse every time he says my name i have this disdain for him
0: anyways so
1: big hands he doesn't even say it right i will purposely butcher his name oh my
2: god oh god you, you know i i you, you know how like the logan paul thing he's fighting like all these fighters and stuff oh, like yeah, that oh yeah yeah I want Zach to get into a fight with Sasquatch. And I want him to <laughs> fucking rock his world. Just fucking knock the shit out of him. I, I, Zach, I want Sasquatch. I want our boy to fucking oh. lay him into next week.
1: I, I feel that if we got into that, he would be like, well, your girl's all up on my stuff. So, and I'd be like...
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't want any of this to happen.
1: You can't bring her back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, how else oh am I going to get that amazing... Ghost Adventures content. <laughs> I still no. You know what? Me and Karen have already said that we want to go to Las Vegas just so oh we can my go God. to the wow. museum.
1: <laughs> He's so, all. <laughs> Eric, Jen, you can come <laughs> with Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> you stay out there. I really well, do
2: want to I, go. So I guess my mind is that perverse that I thought you were gonna go a completely different route with what? me and karen and zach
1: three-way that's what? No. where
2: i thought yo like, that's where i thought you were going
1: karen's it. listening to this and she'll probably I be like <laughs>
0: anyways i i know i'm just gonna fangirl very hard and just feeling oh fucking yell at me about ghosts or something.
2: Take take your shirt off and (laughs) and threaten me.
0: Just yell, bro! In my face, please.
1: Did you hear my spirit box?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm making this weird. Okay,
2: so... (laughs) I think my sister's getting hot and... I know, hot and bothered
0: over here. So, back (laughs) to the... (laughs) So, Zach Bagans is now Uh in possession of the divic box and has it in his (laughs) museum. Bagans actually claims that there are 10 dibig boxes in the world that were created by uh, Hevela mm-hmm. and that uh, he is in possession of two of them.
1: He's the, fucking got the, the infinity stones. That's basically what <laughs> he was telling me <laughs> so, right now. So, like, like I said, if you
2: thought back to the very beginning, there was nine siblings in Kaluudia. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's the, so, the uh, correlation uh, between that.
2: Well, one of the other things that I had read that a lot of people do is that they actually pray to the dibig box or to the dibig in order to either get the answers that they need uh, or to have to receive something. yeah, And uh, I, I think maybe there was some type of mis- misunderstanding or maybe the understanding that I'm not grasping, that Havila had, and she was maybe trying to bring back her husband because that was around oh. the time that her husband had died. And with this thought process, she knew that she had nine other... Uh, loved ones that she wanted to be able to come in contact with and that's why she created the nine other boxes. Interesting. So, I, I mean, that was one of the theories yeah. that I had read okay. and that's- heard and I thought that was a damn good one it, yeah, it, if there there was actually nine because there's a lot of other people. Uh, I think uh, the original owner was the one to say like, that's a load of horseshit. There's only one.
0: Yeah, because I've because I only how, heard about it, this these other ones, because of Zach Bagans. Because I've known about the Dybbuk box like since 2010. Right, right. Like, yeah. The first, the first time I ever heard about it was a podcast called Ghost Chronicles that I couldn't mm-hmm. find the episode anymore. Yeah,
1: but, okay, so let's just rewind this real quick, okay? okay so okay. let's say that there are the nine, right? Okay. So she's got the one that's let's just say uh, presumpting that the, the that one is the husband right right with the lots of hair so it would be the one that she would probably keep close to her right the most uh the rest i mean imagine having one dybbuk box fuck with you all day mm-hmm. let alone <laughs> want to keep all nine of them in the same room with you
2: well i mean uh, i mean so if if the later stories are to believed, these boxes would be the least of the tragedies that she's experienced possibly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, that,
1: I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's such a slippery slope to go into because the range of time from when you're saying to when these things have been coming out, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's possible, you know, right, that, that, right, that, right. that they were out there. And then I'm pretty sure when she's, Explain the first Dybbuk box to her family. They probably weren't too keen on it. So, why am I going to tell them that there's eight more? Right, right.
2: Okay.
0: I don't have any further things to add to that. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to get back to this because now. All right. So, this leads us to famous rapper Post Malone. (laughs) Posty! Oh, my God. So. Be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Posty.
1: You know what? Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna keep my comments to myself. I was gonna do a joke, but you're please, like, "Come on, the please show! Please don't,
0: please don't do the j- <laughs> a joke. I don't know what the joke is, but I can tell it's bad by the way you're Yeah.
2: Well, I don't. mean, we we probably already don't have him on the show because we're trashing Zach and like him and y'all, Zach are like bros. Y'all we're <laughs> trashing Zach.
0: I'm still leaving that pathway to me and Zach open.
2: Wow, you <laughs> Zach and Karen
1: is that by, what you But I like how professional tone was like Baggins but now she's like Zach
0: <laughs> we're wow, on yeah. a first name basis <laughs> yeah <laughs> his his girlfriend oh, is she... literally an ex-playboy bunny she's so hot are you serious yeah uh, Ho- Holly Madison
2: I think right? oh god I know who the she is the one from the
0: the TV show yes
2: I know who she is yeah that's his wow, that's likes... his girlfriend wow she likes fucking <laughs> yeah. she Not... likes bros bros then yeah. I guess huh?
1: He's... She's very nice. Yeah, no, but though she is super nice.
0: Yeah, she seems like a really sweet lady. So I'm just sorry saying.
1: about that. I, it's not you, it's him.
0: I like you too, Holly.
1: Yeah, Holly. I was a big, I was a big fan of you.
0: So, famous rapper Post Malone visited the museum when Zach was going to open the box on camera. Though Post Malone did not actually touch the box, he touched Zach's shoulder while Zach was touching the box. And so he got... Law of
1: convergence.
0: Yeah, so he got secondhand cursed. So, after the encounter with the box, Post Malone had a series of...
1: Is it like Eiffel Towering the box? What? What? I mean?
0: what does that mean? God. I don't understand what that means.
1: Uh, okay, keep going. Yeah, we'll just...
0: Okay. Anywho, so, um, so Post Malone starts getting... He just becomes extremely unlucky and just is escaping these things that are wild. So first, the tires of a private plane he was on blew off while it was. That's wild. Yeah. And his pilot was able to make a safe emergency landing where no one was hurt. Next, a home that Post Malone used to occupy was robbed by three people in the San Fernando Valley. The people that robbed the house uh, were, I guess they assumed that they thought that he still lived there. And were intending to rob him, and then lastly—that's
1: pretty lucky then. Yeah. If if I want to throw that out there,
0: yeah, that that's lucky, but still, that's insane because I they still robbed the people that were living there. That's really
2: so. Then isn't it bad luck for them? Yeah. Yeah. You know. But still,
0: go ahead. So lastly, his assistant was driving his Rolls Royce. He was a passenger, and they were both in a serious car accident. Uh, the Rolls Royce crashed into another vehicle, then hit a fence, and had them end up in nearby bushes. Following the accident, Post Malone tweeted out, God must hate me, lol.
1: Man, those those things are built like tanks, though. I'm um, not to take anything away from his accident, which was, I'm yeah, pretty sure, yeah. very traumatizing, but... Good for him being in a Rolls, you know. <laughs> that, those things are just amazing. You oh,
0: know, I would not be able to pick out a Rolls Royce to save my life, but uh, well, there's I,
1: not. No, uh, you you would. Yeah, there's like not, if
2: we were to put like everyday cars next to a Rolls Royce, Rolls-Royce, you yeah. would mm. you would be like, yeah, that's yeah. a Rolls Royce. Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: And they they haven't changed
2: any of their yeah, stuff yeah, up. Yeah, I that's mean. actually a good point. Okay. Like they're classics be- for a reason. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't. Hey, classic, didn't uh? Yeah.
1: Wasn't that uh? jeffree star's accident thingy where you survived from it too was it i think so
0: i don't know what type of vehicle he was driving well anywho so post malone has millennial humor because he, the god must hate me lol <laughs> is something definitely i would post to <laughs> oh like i think when i had pink what is it appendicitis i like just posted on facebook to like tell everybody i was like I have appendicitis, lll, <laughs> and I was already like in the emergency room and no,
2: I mean, so what? What is a zemlennial then? What, what am I? No,
0: millennial. No,
2: no. I'm saying like, yeah, what, what is my
1: my I level of humor? I think you're.
0: I think you're still considered a millennial.
1: No, no, no. I'm subcategory. No, but we're technically cons, but we're not. No, in no, no, that, no, we're not no, in that group. no. I'm a millennial. Okay, anyways, we get thrown in there, but it's not.
0: All right, whatever. So <laughs> in 2012, the possession was made uh the possession was a movie It was made based off of the Dybbuk box. Um during production, it is said that the pr- that it w- production was plagued with strange incidents. Yeah. Uh neon lights that were not on spontaneously exploded and a fire with unknown origin origins destroyed most of the film's props.
2: Yeah. And that's that. the The prompts were put away in storage because they were so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they were left alone and put away in storage. And mm-hmm. this is what happened. Sam Raimi has said that uh, he didn't even want to use the original box because that was that was put into consideration. It was oh, actually shit. using Hell the actual no. box, but the little girl who was in the movie, uh, the box is actually fairly heavy, mm-hmm. and she couldn't lift it. So they actually made a replica. And strangely enough. The replica that Jason Haxton had created, mm-hmm. so uh, it looks exactly, <clears throat> it looks exactly like it. And what he says, oh man, I can't remember what his ver- like verbatim what he said, but there is like a law in some religion or theory that says, you know, you create one and then you create another and then you tie them somehow together. The the replica is just as strong as, as the, the original. Yeah, as the yeah. original. Because what he did was he took those hairs, the coins, and he put them in the replica to see if he could get it to closely resemble. Because remember, it was a little girl that was going to be carrying this in the film. Mm -hmm. So he had to get it as close as possible to still look like the box, but, you know, for able for her to carry it. So he placed the items in the box. And shortly after that, strange stuff started happening on the replica as well, around the replica as well. So.
1: Which, That's is, pretty which strange. goes back to me to the whole uh, the rabbi explaining to it. This uh-huh. is actual physical person stuff that didn't get to decompose. Right, 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 right. right. Which Ooh, yeah. didn't let the sp- whatever sp- souls were attached to that hair. That's yeah. why the Jewish faith always wants the body to completely decompose, so, so that they're they can just be, like stuck
2: in a limbo forever well, until that. Not limbo
1: because they're if the dibbuk's attached to those spirits, then mm-hmm. it's they're they're just there still. Right, you know? right, right,
2: right.
0: Okay. So, well, this that was all of my notes. So, what did you want to save till the end?
2: So, I want to propose, and, and I hate to do this, I really do, but again, that's why I said this is just my opinion. This this doesn't reflect y'all's opinion. I really, honestly believe that this is another Slenderman's incident. Mm-hmm. This is another opportunity for somebody to create something. From nothing. From a story that they created. Mm -hmm. Because I mean that's originally what everybody had said. Was that he was a creative writer. Who created this whole thing. And uh, it spawned all of this. Now I'm not going to say that the effects. Of what the Dybbuk box has done to people. Because the mind is a strange thing. The mind is an incredible thing. And if you get this idea. That this box is going to do something to you. And especially if you have details. Of what it's done before. Mm -hmm. Your mind can Bring these things into reality and start affecting you in these ways. I, I, I mean, y- 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 it happens to anybody. You yeah. feel you if you think you feel like shit, you're gonna feel like yeah, shit. It's an if attachment. You, yeah. So, I, 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 I really honestly believe that this is just another Slender Man incident, okay. with a lot of belief behind it.
0: Yeah. And well, so I, I kind of agree with you, but mm-hmm.
1: then well, we like go back saying. to
0: the mom. Mom right, was so right. convincing.
1: The, like I say, the devil's in the D, man. Yeah. The devil's in the D. um I, Tales. Yeah, I honestly think that there's some kind of truth to it. Of course, it's been sensationalized by people like. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Haggins. No, what was his name? Baggins. <laughs> Hackins? Yeah. Oh, Higgins. my God. No, we're not going to call him
0: that.
1: Brack Baggins. um oh I think he's, you know. Of course, you know, it, it's awesome that some kind of prequel was made to it where there's nine boxes now instead of
0: yeah, that, one.
1: And then he'll slowly reveal them as time goes by yeah. for some if you kind of go admission. On,
0: yeah, if you go on YouTube and you look up Dybbuk Box, it's no longer informative things about the Dybbuk Box. It's now... It's
2: now sensationalized Yeah, it's stuff. now yeah, people
0: like, yeah. opening the Dybbuk
1: Box I got camera. the fifth one.
0: Yeah, and it looks like it's a Terrible. crayon box with Terrible. like fucking red... Wax coming out of it or yeah, something.
1: So, like I said, um, yeah, I honestly think that at the time, based on the facts, I I think it's plausible. I think he took it and ran with it and was like, Man, "This dirty box isn't making me any more money. I think I need like eight more of these motherfuckers." <laughs> well,
0: also the thing um, that I just found strange was, uh, oh god, I think I lost my train of thought. Never mind, keep going. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, so so still going back to this, uh-huh. I'm not gonna say that the dibig box per se is not real, uh-huh. right? I'm just gonna say that the creation of it is a lot less credible than a lot of people are believing, yeah, right? Because uh, let's take Slenderman for example. Everybody is familiar with what happened with the two little girls who killed their their friend, right? Tried to kill tried killing her friend. Yes, uh, it wasn't real until that point, until they so. Uh, bringing something into reality has to take t- or, or a few steps, right? It it takes the belief and then it takes the practice, right? So they believed in Slenderman and then they started like kind of worshiping to it, like practicing this religious belief. And all of that adds to the reality of the item or whatever it yeah, is. Just it, like
1: any modern yeah. religion.
2: Like, yeah. Well, I mean, just like anything in general. So, yeah, I, I mean... I could say that beer can that you're drinking out of right now is I don't know the the beer can that Jesus drank out of right. And or if you I could I, if just I say it I, has
1: a divine presence in it, and exactly. You know, you take a sip out of it. Eventually, it'll give you that.
2: And, yeah, and and let's say that you pack. you yeah, let's say you got a six pack and you can actually show it and prove it and all that. Tis too people, long start, tis too <laughs> and people start. And people start. people start believing it. I mean, that can now has a power to it because there's a belief system behind it. Hmm. So from the point of inception, I'm going to say I I don't believe it, but then where it is now, who knows? Because the mind will
1: just do something completely strange. I'm I'm a fox motor into this. I want (laughs) to believe. That's one of my favorite things to go to. I want to believe. Yeah, But at the same time, I... I'm kind of able to weed out some of the yeah, absolutely. the baggins out of it, you know. Well, the there, There's yeah. uh
0: there's details that I've always wondered about because mm. like I said I I learned about this like a long almost a decade ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, I absolutely. always like I wondered like why hasn't the shop assistant ever come forward?
2: Yeah. Well, it it so if uh, and this is the sad part, right? I I hate that I do not have my notes in front of me, but I do remember seeing that someone actually did do the research. Mm-hmm. They could not find a person named Hevela yeah. actually passing away. And you would imagine that this is a Holocaust survivor mm-hmm. dying at 102, if I'm not mistaken. 103. Right? 103. 103. No. You would you <sighs> would think that there is some type of doc- I I would hate. I would... I, I, I get where you're coming from yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't believe that. I, I, I yeah. Well, what do you it's mean?
1: Like a, the documentation when they were being brought into right, right. was very very sloppy. So I can see it getting thrown into the wayside because okay. they're not gonna digitally render these files for this ninety something. You know, I I I honestly see that. That's because ah, man I don't know that's but the why, importance of somebody from the Holocaust whenever and they then also do the, dying at 103 yeah, that's just, when, when they do the genealogy of stuff they yeah. don't go based off of government stuff they go based off what people can produce that, right, like right. it's an independent basic you know investigator that goes right. off of that So I mean I can see it being plausible yeah. where like especially this lady's like got all this trauma with her and she's not going to be put out there like how a modern person is that they're like i have a facebook i have an instagram right, right, i have credit right. cards i bought these three fucking houses you know yeah so i can see her well so uh,
2: okay I, not
1: being out there
2: i mean if you're if you're if that was your argument and this was the only evidence that i had i i would say we're on equal playing grounds but then also going to the siblings that uh oh man who was the man who was having the dreams with a with the hag
0: Oh, uh Kevin Manis.
2: So also going to Kevin Manis' siblings and asking them, Hey, did you actually have these dreams? And them actually saying, like, actually, no, we did we didn't yeah. have those dreams. Uh, with all the other mounting evidence to kind of prove that this didn't actually happen the way Kevin Manis actually said, I would I would say yes, you, you have a perfectly legitimate argument. Is, but I just I can't. Is you know, that what
0: Haxton's book is about? Is I think he, so. Okay. I think he
2: debunks a lot of the uh,
0: well i'm i'm gonna buy the book
2: right right
0: and i'll read it and i'll give it i mean who
2: knows yeah maybe we can make that uh like a follow-up yeah well i mean it'll be a future i I, I know i know we don't have a huge following but Mm -hmm. maybe that could be like a patreon extra or something or Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know
1: something yeah Yeah. Yeah. but Um, because to me personally like if we're talking percentage i think 50 percent is plausible Mm-hmm. Uh, anything after <laughs> these Baggins encounters, I want to say no. It's like 10%. You it's guys also, are
0: really trash talking him. I'm today. not. I'm just saying. My boyfriend.
1: I, I believe 50% that this dude was freaked out and he's an antiques dealer. Let's not forget that. He's an antiques dealer. And a writer. And he bought this, and if there is something weird going on, the lights are flickering, he's getting weird smells. Let's not say per se he never saw a thing, but he felt it. Why not go, I saw something, just to get it kind of out there? And if I can get some kind of traction on yeah, it, yeah. it'll be good. But this is a weird fucking object. because,
2: Well, I mean, that, that's, that would be. I, I completely agree with you, you know, and, and that that is saying a lot. I mean, here is a strange, interesting object that is the catalyst to his story yeah Mm -hmm. so I mean that that's a great idea actually or uh, a a great
1: uh, mentality of going. like I have it nobody wants to buy it here in this whole town because it's haunted (laughs) so I have a useless box that I cannot (laughs) get rid of that I paid money for thinking I was gonna profit from yeah what if I say it's haunted more than what it is yeah yeah you know,
0: all of See, this, so he can make 140. Bucks. Well, I mean, but, but then but again,
1: that,
2: that also goes into the whole the whole idea that that I'm kind of going with is that yeah, maybe at the beginning this thing was useless, like you're saying, but after pumping so much belief into it, maybe it actually at this point, the thing. Yeah, yeah it, it actually became the thing. Took a made. life of its own. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's pretty damn cool. I like that. I like that theory. That's a really good one. Especially that's a really when, really
1: good one. Especially uh, listening to the rabbi go over these things mm-hmm. and it actually having. You know, people's actual physical stuff in their, like their hair and right, stuff like right, that. Like right. it, it leads into what they believe.
0: Like, I wonder if they could do DNA testing on the hair.
2: Well, they would need something to compare it against.
0: Well, wouldn't that's be not, like the way,
2: a- that, it's, it's not the yeah. way DNA testing It's not the way DNA testing works, because
1: these, these people were born and you know they died way before. Oh well, yeah, DNA. but they'll
0: have like people that are descendants of them. That's well, that's
1: uh, true. That's true, but it. It wouldn't work the same way because it's not. It doesn't follow your family. It follows basically your DNA. So if let's say they had South American DNA, it would lead back to there, and it would completely throw the whole case off. Well,
0: I thought that's huh. how they've been catching like some serial killers recently. Yes, but their
1: their serial killer DNA has to already be on file.
0: I don't think so. There's one that I think that uh, a like a guy submitted his DNA for analysis, and then. Um, there was a very. It was very close to an existing DNA that they. Yeah, had they have to was, have
1: the previous DNA yeah, for it.
0: I know, but I'm saying that, like, let's say if Havilo was real, that this hair was part of her family, whatever, and since then, clearly, there's been granddaughters and whatnot. Let's say granddaughter. So you're trying great, to go forward or well, trying to
1: go
2: back? Yeah. So I. Uh, so the, going back, I don't think that's. The yeah. Oh, okay. War. Because I mean. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's say they got the hair DNA tested and they got the earliest, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the easiest that they could find because it's the most recent person, right? Mm-hmm. Probably fucking 10 years old or 18 years old, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we go, okay, who's your next relative? Mm-hmm. And it's a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, who's your next relative? Well, that's this person. And we get so far back to where, let's say Havila is supposed to fall in that line. Mm-hmm. If we can't find her, and that person says, "Well, I don't know who else there is." Mm-hmm.
1: Then we still don't prove yeah. Havila doesn't exist. But you're able to <laughs> prove that the DNA is somewhere. Oh, but,
0: I was just more curious, like if there was like just people that would have like similar
1: DNA now. Well, of course so, there 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 probably is, but I'm just saying they wouldn't have the the ability to tell you anything about it. Because yeah, he, and
2: even at that, who's who's to say that that's Havila's? DNA yeah, uh, yeah true, DNA true, true, true. I mean because that that could have been her husband's
1: or her daughter's mm-hmm. or, or something I else. think if so. it was a uh, if it was like time dated mm-hmm. you right. know like how old the hair is I think it could add a little bit more of a, of a truth like it's this yeah, old because yeah. the hair is this old so I'm just saying that the hair is probably gonna be way older than the box
2: yeah and that's even if they can really pull anything from that yeah hair, like, it's just
1: time dated yeah yeah
2: but I mean, it's still a great story uh again, I mean a lot of a lot of these things become this because they are such great stories. I mean, yeah. you look at Mothman, you look at Slenderman, you look at this. I think these are all products of a virgin internet per se i mean i know slender man kind of came in the early to late 10, well, it was at the at the, 2010s at the
1: cusp of creepypasta yeah exactly so, you know if people like i go back again to my cheesy x-files thing i want to believe
2: yeah that's, yeah that's absolutely. what they're there for mm-hmm. so i i think this is just another victim of it but i'm not gonna discredit the what it is now because who knows i mean I, it, fix attraction. May, yeah, yeah yeah so but right. good stuff good stuff for sure Alrighty, righty. Posty well. beyond. <laughs> Send us your creepy stories.
0: Creepy update. <laughs> Let's chat <try laughs> <normal> <gmail.com. laughs> um, Okay. Um is there anything else we would like to add before we sign off? Uh
2: no. I mean uh again, I'm loving doing this again. Uh I think we're actually going to be in the process of trying to build a studio soon so mm-hmm. that maybe we could jump on the YouTubes.
0: Yes, that would be great.
1: I just so. want more of y'all's stories. Again, it yeah. doesn't matter how insignificant you think it is, please send it in. Yes, yeah. we'll read it yeah. and we will have a conversation about if it. If
2: you smelled something strange,
0: please and- don't send us about your farts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm still out there.
2: If your dog is looking at you strange.
1: I just want to say, I know you're out there listening to me right now. And you've seen the Squatch. And you're 100% positive about it. But you don't want to tell anybody. Hey, buddy. Gal. We we need to talk to to some hunters. Good old Jesse believes you. And I want to hear it. Tell me. Tell me exactly what this Squatch did. (laughs) How he looked like. Hell. Did he talk? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just let me know. I know you're out there.
2: This is like midnight radio on the, the, the Conspiracy yeah. Theory Hour. It oh <laughs> doesn't even God. have
1: to be in the U.S. My friend's elf in Sweden.
2: <laughs>
1: Whatever you call the Squatch out there.
2: <laughs> you seen penis. him?
1: Yeah. Let us know.
2: Oh, yeah. Please let us know. I would love to know.
0: Okay. Um
2: I, right. I, I I would I would want to put a story behind Squatch. No donkey
1: lady submissions. Yeah.
2: You know what? Send them directly to me. <laughs> I'm gonna put a story behind Squatch and he's like a secret assassin now and oh I want him God. to go take out the baggins. Shut up. <laughs> Aaron Aaron is like one of his bodyguards and shit.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: That is beneath the squatch.
0: God. <laughs> Any hoosers. Um,
1: Does he have squinty eyes like Steve, Steven's ago? Yeah. Just, oh, God. The ponytail was an inspiration. It's beneath me. Special walks, Saswatch. <laughs>
0: Anyways, all right. Uh, this is getting too far. <laughs> We're going to cut it out here. Um, all right. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, hopefully, we'll be on YouTube soon. You can uh, send us your stories to Let's Chat Paranormal yeah let's chat paranormal at gmail.com and you can follow us on facebook and instagram both of them are paranormal.chat that dot is very important it's just a little period you don't gotta spell out dot um and i think that's it hope you have a good week and we'll see you next week happy father's day oh yeah it's father's day today when we're recording this okay bye
2: bye -bye.